Boker Tov, Shavua Tov. Today's daf is daf Tzadik Dalit and Baba Kama. As we learn from Chemical Basis Ron Soma Tzavashiv, you're about the eighth, ninth line down on the page. Rabbi Lezer Ben Yaakov Mai, what are we discussing? Yesterday we started the new parak, which we discussed. The main idea here is Shinui. When you steal something, when it comes to Gzela, not Geneva, not a burglary where you have to pay double, just a regular steal, you stole it. You held him up, you took it from him, whatever, but you did it in a, in a robber kind of a form either openly or whatever, but you have to return the item. It says, I said, that you stole. However, the portion of the mission had said that if it's already not the same item anymore, you stole some plain lumber and you turned that into a desk. So the mission said, you were conant with Shinui, even if there's no Yish and Shinui with Shus. We'll talk, we talked about that before, we'll mention that again. If there's Yish, if the owner gave up and you've changed possession, you've given it to somebody else who've changed possession, possibly even in uh, an heir, if an heir got it, that might also be considered change of possession, then you, you're conant that way. But here, when it comes to Shini Masa, if you change the nature of the item, as we'll see if it's something is certainly that cannot be reverted back to its original form. For example, let's say you stole uh, some raw wood and you shaved it down and you fashioned it into a desk or a, or a club or something or a chair, uh, you can't take it back to its original state because it's already been it's already been changed. Now, if it's, we talked about that yesterday, if it's smooth stone, if it's like plain good, you know, lumber that you just, you know, nailed together some item, uh, a chair or a stool or something, and you could take it apart again, that's not necessarily Shonimasa. But if you really change Shonimasa, the Mishnah said that you, the, the Gazan, the robber acquires it. So what does he have to, he has to return? He has to return the value of the original wood that he stole, but he gets the key gets to keep the, the stool because it's Shinri Masa. Then the Mara said, there's another opinion that Shinri Bimkoma Ome, even if he made a change, it doesn't, uh, the, the robber does not acquire it. <clears throat> He's got to give it back. Do you really find that he always has to give it back? So we said, no, there's cases where he doesn't actually have to give it back, even though he didn't acquire it, simply because <clears throat> we want to make a special reform so that to help Bali Chuba return the, you know, do, do well. In other words, <clears throat> Technically, according to these other shitas who argue with this concept of shini masa, shini come away. Even if you changed it, it still belongs to the original owner. However, in order to encourage you to do tshuva, we'll we'll allow you to keep it and just pay for the value of what you stole. That's another opinion. But we had this idea that shini come away, not like the Mishnah. The basic idea in the Mishnah and the Psaki is that shini masa. If you change the item, you get to keep it. That's the rule shini masa. However, we had several shitas. That's a maybe shini masa is not does not uh, does not give you possession of it. You have to still return it. So who are those shitas? So Abayah said that there's five rabbis. Abayah said Reb Shimon Yehuda, Reb Shemai, Reb Lazar, and Bishmol. They all hold that shini bim away, not like our Mishnah, not like our Mishnah, or they'll interpret the Mishnah differently, but not like uh, that we've been saying that shini masa is kona. They hold it otherwise. And the Gemara with yesterday's Gemara until this point discussed two of them. Now we're going to discuss the other three. About the eighth line down on the page. You stole a measure of wheat. You ground it. You needed it. You baked it. And you're a mafish chala. You know, after you stole it, you were so makbid that you're going to be mafish chala. That's not a bracha. That's contempt for God. The robber who makes a bracha, he's showing contempt for God. Like, oh, that's great, you know. So what do you see over here? He obviously made a change. He stole wheat and he turned that into bread. 
into dough, whatever. That's certainly a change that you can't go, that doesn't go back. And yet he says that what? That, uh, that he says, it's his, he has to make a bracha on it. You don't say it's the original owners. So what do you, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry. You say over here, says he made all these changes. He doesn't acquire it. He doesn't acquire it. He, says, he doesn't acquire it because it still belongs to the original owner. That's not a bracha. He he's a, bra a robber. It's not his. You don't say it's his and he just has to return the wheat. You say that it really still belongs to the owner. And then he's a robber. And therefore he he interprets this out of Rabbi Mac. And again, we'll see, this is a, this not such a solid, none of these are solid proofs. But Abayah's point is that all these five rabbis hold that Shinibam Kamomet, even if you did chain him, I say, he says, no, it still belongs to the owner. So he's a robber. How can he make a bracha now on something like this? So again, he holds, so Abayah's maintaining that Rabbi Mac holds that Shinibam Kamomet, that the Shinui does not make the robber acquire it. If he acquired it, it's his. Okay. Now you might say, what about mitzvah baba ve'erik? That's the counter argument we'll see in a few minutes. But at this point, Abai is saying, all these rabbis hold it, shinibam kamomet, rishim nalazer ma'i, the tiny klal say, om rishim nalazer. Kol shvach sheshbiach gazlan gazlan stole something, and he improved it. If he improved it, yon al yon, he has the upper hand. Ratzon no tol shvach. He wants he could take the improvement, the improved aspect of it, if it's an animal or whatever, what he did to it, or or wood, or whatever he did. If he wants to keep it, he can keep it. If he wants, he could tell the uh, owner when he returns that, you know, just keep it. Now, Michael, what do you mean by that? If he improved it, why means that's certainly a good thing. Why? What, what's the point of that? He has the upper hand. If he wants, he can keep it. If he wants, he can give it back. If he improved it, he can keep the shvach. If he ruined it, he, he deteriorated, he made it worth less, uh, then he can give it back to him. Why does she come home? Because so what if I made a change? What if I ruined it? So what? It's yours. I didn't acquire it by any shinui. Uh, so if that's the case, even if he improved it also, he should have to give it back the way it is. Because again, the change does not give the robber ownership. <clears throat> no, that's because of the reform to encourage Bali Chuba to return it. In other words, you say, if I improved it, <clears throat> as we'll see, there was a takana for, for Bali Chuba. If you're going to tell them to return everything, they're not going to do tshuva. So you say, you know what? You can keep the extra part and because of that. But basically, it still belongs to the owner, uh, to the original owner. So what do you see? That Shinibam Kamaome. That's the fourth one. Bishmal Maiwas or Bishmal, that he also holds that way. The Shim Kamaome. Tanya Mitzvah's payah. What's the mitzvah pay? You give the corner of your field or your karam. Lahafish Menakama. You have to separate it first from the standing corn, the standing wheat. Kama. That's the name. Kurt Kama. The name, you have a, you have a new grandchild by that name, right? Come, come up, stand, right? You see, right in today's stop, you can call them later and tell them. You hear their name about This is Pelafishman Akama. If they didn't separate from there, right? He continued processing it. He didn't give the pair. Mafishman, he can separate it from the sheaves after they've been cut down and they're laying in the field. Lovishman, if he wasn't Mafish pair from there, Mafishman Akri from the pile after he piled it all together. Achlamicha before it was smoothed out. Mircha, once he smoothed out the pile, then it's considered the work has been done, and he has to give Maeser. Then Maaser, but no son <clears throat> He has to give Maeser and give it to the parent. Shmuel says, no. Af Isa. Even if you turned it into dough, you still have to give it to Why? Because Shinibam Kamomet, even though you changed it, you cut it down, you baked it, you did everything, you turned it into bread, you still have to return it because it still belongs to the original owner. So all these five rabbis, according to Abaya, hold. That she didn't come up, that she didn't does not change the ownership. It still belongs to the original owner. So a, 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 a papa argued with the buyer. He said, 
First he said, I understand. That's Beishamai Shita, that Shinim Kamome. You're trying to you go to such a Tircha to say all these rabbis go like Beishamai. We well, you know in general hold like Beishil. What are you what are you trying to prove over here going to such efforts to show that everybody holds like Beishamai? This is what I mean to say. I mean to say there's no machlokis about it. Not only Beishamai, but other Shitas hold too. That Shinim Kamome. That's what Abai was saying. So Abai and Rava, who were colleagues and always disputed things, uh, Rava says, no. Mimai, how do you know all these five rabbis? How do you know that they hold Shinibam Kama Omeid? Why don't we go with the original idea like we said in our Mishnah yesterday? That it goes late some Masakalim, you steal wood and you turn them into vessels, or you stole wool and you turn it into clothes, you pay Kishas Exhala. Why? Because you acquired it. The Shinimasa acquired it. These five rabbis could also hold that. Omarab and Mimai. And he's going to go through each of the five now to prove or or to or at least to, to disprove a bias point. Said, he was talking about the case where the rule is that gaze, you have to take a certain amount of your of the fleece of your animals, right? When you and that's how you have to give to the coin. So there's a certain amount you have to give. Let's say you cut off from the five animals here. It's usually five animals, they produce enough fleece from which you give gaze. Let's say he took, took from the first animal and then he dyed the wool before he gave it, before he gave it to the coin. He dyed the wool, dyed the wool, then he, uh, then he, that's a shinimasa. Presumably it's a shini that doesn't go back. So uh, shinimasa, now he owns it. Can't, it's not, it, it, he required it, it doesn't go to the coin. Rabbi Shimon Yuda said, Rabbi Shimon, uh, Rabbi Shimon, what are we about? <clears throat> Rabbi Shimon Yuda said <clears throat> that, um, uh, no, even though you dyed it, Shimon Shimon said, it's not, it still, it still adds up together because the shini didn't do anything, even though you dyed it. So that's what Rabbi Shimon Yudha, that was that was what Abai said. That's the case where Rabbi Shimon Yudha is one of these five, the first of these five hold, that even though you do the Shimaisa, that does not give uh, ownership to the person who did it, to the robber or whatever, to the person who did the Shinui. He says, no, who says, when it comes to dying, because there it's different because it's not a permanent Shinui. You could remove the dye with the proper soap or some other uh, chemical. So that's not a proper Shinui. Shinui means when, that a shina that cannot be reverted. Like you took raw wood, you shaved it, and you formed it and fashioned it and put holes in it, et cetera, and you couldn't, uh, you can't go back to its original state. So maybe there, Rav Shemin Yudah says, what, that the shinui does not change because it's not a permanent shinui. You could just remove it with soap. What was the case of Beishamai? Beishamai said that if a person, let's say, gave, you know, Eslan Zona, Mechir Kelev, let's say a man paid for a prostitute with a, a uh, lamb, he gave her a lamb. Can't bring that as a carbon, right? Right? That's the Pusik Michael. So uh, you can't. Now, let's say he gave the prostitute some wheat, right? Give her wheat, and she turned it into flour and uh, bread or whatever. What about then? Can you do it? So, some, can you give it, use that as a carbon, uh, as a mincha offering, a flour offering? Let's say she turned it into flour. Or oil, you gave her olives and turned it into oil. Uh, what do you say there? So Beishamai says you can't bring it as a carbon. Beishamai says you could, because it's not the same thing anymore. Okay, and we assume that Beishamai's reasoning is that the change does not change the uh, doesn't give you doesn't do anything. The fact that there's a physical change, it doesn't uh, doesn't take away from the fact that it's also. And we assumed over here that what's Beishamai's reason? Because it's gamshne. Okay, even though you changed it, it's still considered like the original item. But again, how do you prove that Beshami holds that Shinibam Kamame? I tell the Kamame Beshami holds some Ella Likvoa Mishim Demis because 
<clears throat> it's despicable. It's revolting to give something like that as a carbon. Not because she, the truth is, Shinui Masa would, if a robber stole wheat and turned it into flour, or he stole the olives and turned it into olive oil, maybe he would acquire it then. It's his. And all he has to return is the value of the thing that he stole. But in here, when it comes to the base of Migdash, it's repulsive to give uh, something that was given to a car, to a, a prostitute, even though it was changed and changed from wheat into flour or uh, olives into olive oil, it's still repulsive as a carbon. So that's why Vishamai says of it. Maybe he also knows that Shinui Masa is effective. The one we started with today, case, the case of a person who stole wheat and he processed it. And then his mafresh chala, how can he make a bracha, right? It's mash, but it still belongs to the original owner. No, the truth is maybe he did acquire it. You stole wheat and you turned it into bread, right? You, you processed it, you ground it, you kneaded it, you ground it to bread. Maybe he does own it now. What's the problem? The problem is not that he's making a brach on something that's not his. It's just because it's a mitzvah above Avera. He's doing a mitzvah. He's eating mafresh chala now, making a bracha on uh, something that he acquired by Avera, which is at least an Isra Drabonim. Mitzvah above Avera, Lula Vagazel, and Mesech the Sukkot. Batkan lo kamar of Shimon Allah's are awesome. Elabak Hosha. And where did Shimon Allah's say that? Blazer said that Blazer Miyakov is the case, the next one, where he said, if a Gazan steals something and improves it, he has the option. He can either keep it, keep the improvement, or if he wants, if it got worse, he can give it back. He can give it back. Why? Because Shinei Masalachar doesn't help. He says, no. Maybe Shimon Allah's was not saying about Kosha the Hodder. Maybe he's only talking about a weakening or a deterioration of the item that can be reverted. In other words, it can be, uh, uh, let's say, he stole an animal, and the animal was 100 pounds, and now it's down to 75 pounds because he caused it to deteriorate. Okay, you could feed it and fatten it up again and 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 go back, so it's not a permanent change. That's what Shemalaza says, that you can give back a kosha, but why Why do you give it back, meaning that you don't uh, you don't acquire it by the change that you did to it, because it's not a permanent change. But again, but he might know that a permanent change, Shini Masa would, pardon? He no, right. So we're saying, yeah, so we're saying, we're saying like this, it depends. If you owe the Shini Masa is, is acquiring. So yeah, you might have to pay the difference, but the question is, does he get to keep the item or not? Is it his or not? So he said, we're saying that Shini Masa would, Shinimaisa would give him acquisition, but over here, Shinimaisa not. If he deteriorated, he ruined it, he'd have to pay the difference. That's right. And if he improved it, if he improved it and he wants to keep the improvement, he can keep the improvement, just, but he's got to return what he stole. It was worth $100 when he stole it, he's got to return $100. That, that for sure he has to do. Right? Because it can go bad. He's only talking about where. It, it, he, he deteriorated, but it can be reverted. It can, it can, it can come back. And there, he says, you can give it back the way it is. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to keep. He doesn't acquire it by by uh, by the change that he made because it's not a permanent change. But if it would be a permanent change, maybe it would also the shini masa acquires it. Rabbi Shmuel said that a mitzvah pay you have to be mafresh it from the standing wheat. If you didn't do it from that, you mafresh it from the sheaves. If not, you did it from the pile. And, and once, but once you even that out, it's chayv and meiser. You have to master and give it to him because all these matanos anim are potter from meiser. If they give it to him as, as that, but once you're chayv and there's chayv and meiser because you've smoothed out the pile, you have to give meiser before you give it to them. Otherwise, the ani would have to give meiser. So I'd come and come and show how something you pay a mission to sift pass of yisera. 
Why does he say over there that you're high anyway? Not because the change is not effective. Shinamais would be, but over there is a special posik that says twice Tazim. And there's one parshas, I think, in, in Bayekum, one's in Forum, Rashi brings down the Psukim that it says an extra Tazim. It doesn't say it by Masa. By Masa, it doesn't say extra Tazim, but by the Matanasaniyam, the Leket Shikapea, the parent Olos, when it comes to Kerem, all those things says an extra Tazim. So it says you have to give it to them, meaning even though you've really acquired it, but the special, you really acquired it, but special Pusik says even though you've done this, you still have to give it to them. So maybe learn from there. Uh, learn from there that so just like over there, you have to give it even though you made a change. All over there could be the same case. And this same idea that we just said that Rabbi answered, that Rabbi Shimon Lozer, um, that Rabbi Shmuel Brad is talking about Peah, uh, where it says an extra tazo, and maybe that's his reason, not because Shino is not Kona. Again, Abai wanted to say that in all these five rabbis, the idea is they hold that Shino is not Kona. Shini Masa doesn't work. But here he's saying, no, maybe Shinimasa does work. These are just special psukim, special cases. What's reasoning? Why he says that um, you can give it even if, after you process it, you still have to give the matanasaniyam. Uh, is it because you that your, the shin that you did is that's not acquired to you? You have even though you made a change, it still hasn't taken away your your responsibility because you didn't acquire it. It still belongs to the aniyam. Is that the reason? Like we learned in our Mishnah. But over here it's because it says an extra tazav, even though you acquire it, but the Pasuk says you got to give it back anyway. If you say that Bishmal's reasoning is Kashini Enikona, like Abai wanted to say, Rava saying, how do you know? But Abai wanted to say that. So Tazav Yaseir, because of Rahman Alami. So why does it say extra tazav? The Su, the Rabbonim. The Rabbanon who certainly old, in other words, all these five rabbis, Mebeshamai and these other guys, maybe they would say Shinyanakona, maybe according to Baya, but everybody agrees with the Mishnah, and that most of the rabbis hold that Shini is Kona, Shini Mais is Kona. The Sula Rabbanon, Tazu Yisrael, the Kasrach Malami. So why would, according to Rabbanon, why, why the extra Tazo? If you say, according to Bishmuel, that what? That Shinui is Kona, but over here it's extra Tazo for that, fine. But if you hold that Rabbishmuel really holds like Abai wanted to say that Shinui is not Kona, so why is the extra tazav there? And according to Rabban, who certainly old, that what that Shinu is Kona, right? That Shinu is Kona. So what's the according to Rabban? Uh, tazav say, what do you need the tazav for? Again, time Rabbi Shmuel Mishum Dikzav Shinu Kona. So tazav said because of one of the Rabbanan. When he says Rabban, who is Rabban over here? Rabban and Tazav said because of one of the Meaning, uh, according to Rabban, maybe means the other rabbis who who also say again. Rabbi Shmuel argued. With the rabbis, if you look at Rabbi Shmuel, what did Rabbi Shmuel say um, when Abaya brought him down? Uh, Rabbi Shmuel mighty um, above. Rabbi Shmuel says, um, Rabbi Shmuel says, meaning the Rabbanon, not only mean the other rabbis like I'm Mishra, me, the mitzvahs pay lavishman, I call lavishman, I call lavishman, etc., etc. I shall make a miracle master of no sinner. You can master. So there, Rabbi Shmuel says, you can even lavish from the Isa. They have the dough because that's even though it's certainly not retractable anymore once it's in the uh, dough stage, and you can still do it. So Bishmal either holds Shini and Kona or he holds Shini's Kona, but Tazav Yisera. But the Rabbanan who say over here that once you once you're maf- once you, it's in the in the dough form, uh, there um, you you don't you don't give it anymore uh, to them. So what do they do with the extra Tazo? What do the Rabbanan means? The Rabbanan argue Bishmal and they say that as long as it's still out in the field. In the sheep estates or in the pile, you can give it to them. Once it's smoothed out, you, you can mice and give it, but but not not from the dough, not once it's turned into dough. 
because that shinis certainly is an acquisition, and you're not chayiv anymore to give them out. It's not. It's not the there's no chayiv matanas anim at that point. So according to Rabbanu, what do they do with the extra tazo? Because Rachman alumni, he boiled the Katanya for this brisa, a famous brisa, mafkir kamo. Let's say you're trying to avoid giving matanas to the anim. So you mafkir your whole karam, your whole vineyard, your mafkir. If it's hefker, hefker is part of from matanas anim. When you get up in the morning, ubatsra, and then you harvested it. In other words, you try to get around the problem by being mafkarit and then acquiring it from hefker. You're still high prepared you're still high on the things that fell down, whether it's individual grapes or clusters or what was forgotten. Right? So what does that tell you? That extra thousand to teach me that even if you made hefker and you think you're getting around the problem and you don't have to give it, you're still high. Why? Because it says the extra tazo. By these, uh, by these matanasaniim, doesn't say it by meiser, but it says it by brother matanasaniim that uh, that you are chayiv. So that's what he does with extra tazo. So we have this machlokus between Abai and Rava, whether these other rabbis hold that shinim and proma omed that shinim masa does not affect a change of ownership or not. Amar Abida Meshmuel haloch b'shemul lazer yos haloch like b'shemul lazer. Now which one was b'shemul lazer again? B'shemul lazer says that any improvement that you do that the gazan does, he has a choice. He can either keep the improvement. Or if he wants, he can. Um, if he wants, he can give it back. And what do you mean give it back? Why would he want to give back the improvement? Meaning give it back when he deteriorated. Meaning that he can give it back, and Shinu does not acquire it. Shinu does not does not acquire it. Again, if he caused a loss, you know he'd have to maybe pay for the loss for the difference, but he can give it back in that state. Meaning that the Shinu that he made does not acquire it. So uh, so he says Allah like says more miya mashmul this is reviewed by Shmuel says Allah like Shimon Allah, who apparently says that Shini is not Kona. Did Shmuel really say from Shmuel ain't Shamla Laganaba Lagazal Nazakum? Shama means to make an assessment. By Nazakum, we had before. Remember, if my animal kills your animal and your animal's dead now, so you have to deal with the carcass, but we make an assessment how much is it worth, and I have to pay the difference. That's not only by damages, but not for a Ghana Fanagazan. A Ghana Fanagazan, if they if they burgled something, you stole something. And it deteriorated. You don't make any start at making an assessment and pay the difference. Rather, the person who stole it has to make good and give him a good a new animal or a new uh, whatever it was that he stole. You don't make an assessment of the of the deterioration. You pay the whole thing. So what do you see over here when it comes to Ganif and Goslin? Right, Shmuel ain't Shemlo the Ganif and Goslin and Lezakin. Why? Why? Because uh, he owes that Shino. He does acquire it once he stole it and something changed in it. He gets to keep it. <laughs> so you don't make an assessment. Rather, he, he has to return. He stole an item worth $100. He's got to pay back $100. But he gets to keep it. We don't make an assessment and say, pay the difference, and et cetera, et cetera. He's got to pay. He's got to pay like the original thing that he stole. Rosh says, ain't shaman, ain't shaman, about 10, 12 lines from the bottom of the page. Ain't shaman, paracretion, got to be bottom, the top of the veil. Omer Shmuel, and a zucker, who does shaman, that's on the veil. When is it? Most of the amazing, got shaman, 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 Stolen animal and it died, or kick show, or he uh, deteriorated it. He, he he ruined its value. Ain't shaman son of Ela. Ela shalahemte. They keep it. He acquired it by making the change. So what do you see over here? How could Shmuel say the loch is like Reb Shimon ben Alazar, who says what that shini is not kona, because that's what he says that even if, if it deteriorated, you can just give it back to him. Hey, do so you can give it back to him. You didn't acquire it. Here he says that. Shinu, he does he does acquire does does change acquisition. Bishlam Lurava, something must Bishlam Lurava who answered Abaya, Dhamma Kikam Rashim Lazar. Why don't Shimon Lazar say what you can just give it back if it got ruined? 
by a kasha that went back that can be reverted that you can you can you can um, you can improve whatever you deteriorate it can be improved like an animal that went down in value you can feed it and make it worth more okay so Shimonalaza really does not hold that shini is not kona shini is kona this is not a, not a proper shini so kasha it's not a kasha when did he say like that the change is not effective if it can if it if it can revert back to its original state, then it's not a proper shino, it's not a permanent change. There he's talking about if it's a change that cannot be reinstated. For example, the animal died. You stole an animal and it died, you can't do triasamasum, right? You can't put it back to its original state. So there you acquire it. But if it could be reverted, it's very fine. So according to Ravi made that difference, Elabaya. But Abai didn't make that difference. Abai said Shimon Lazar holds in all cases, Shinibum Kamomid, Elabai the Amr Kikam Shimon Lazar by Kasha Delor. He's talking about even a Kasha that does not go back, even if you made a permanent change, it still belongs to the original owner, Michael Amamer. How are you going to resolve this difference between Shmuel seems to say, like Shimon Lazar, that Shinibum Kamomid, and the other hand, he says that Shmuel, that Shinu is Kona. So Abai and Master, this is how Abai will learn, Amr Abid of Shmuel, not that the halacha is like of Shimon Lazar, but rather, Others say, some rabbis say, yes, there's some rabbis who say the halach is like Shem Nelazar, but they lose fear like. It's as if he said, not the halach is like Shem Nelazar, but rather the halach is not like Shem Nelazar. That's how Baya will learn that you know, what Shmuel said was the halach is not like Shem Nelazar. Shem Nelazar, according to Baya, holds Shinibam Kamaomet, that the Shino is not effective. Even if it's a permanent change, it's not effective. But Shmuel doesn't pass in that way. Shmuel goes like the regular psak that Shinoi. Uh, that a shinu masa is effective and changes the ownership. Amr Baraba, Amr Baraba says something that sounds like the Allah is like shinu is not kona. Amr bar Torah, that even though uh, something you stole, you made a permanent change. Apparently, it still can give you give it back the way the way uh, the way it is right now. Meaning that the permanent change does not affect a change in ownership. Rashi says in the third line, That's what Rabbi says. You return the item no matter what. Even whatever you change, you stole wood and you and you turned it into a desk or a table or something. You, it still belongs to the original owner. So he's apparently not going on Mishnah. I am What about our Mishnah? The Mishnah on yesterday's doubt that started off the parak said, if you steal wood and you turned it into vessels, Right, you pay the wood. You pay the value of the wood. I stole wood worth hundred dollars. I turned it into a desk worth five hundred dollars. I just have to pay the hundred dollars, and I keep the desk. What about the Mishnah? How do you explain the Mishnah? If you say that Shinui does not make effective a change, you'll say There's a special like we said before. In order to encourage people to do chuba, technically, it really it's owned by the original owner, and your change is not effective. But in order to do chuba, to encourage people to do chuba, we say, you know what? Oh, if I have to give back the desk, I put in a lot of effort into the desk. I hired a carpenter and I spent money and effort and all that. I'm not, if I have to give back the desk, I'm not going to do chuba. So you say, you know what? Keep it and just return the money. A special takana to help people do chuba. Says the Gemara, did Rabbi Yochan really say that? That what? She didn't come home. I'm Rabbi Yochan on Mishnah. Rabbi Yochan always holds that Elch is like a star Mishnah, like an authorless Mishnah, anonymous Mishnah, but it's not. Low hispic lit, no, low. Like we said yesterday with the Rashi's Agays. If you didn't give it to the coin, until you died it, 
you're potter because you didn't have enough at one time of wool, of fleece that uh, that you have to give that, enough to make you chayv in Rashi's Agaiz. Because every time you cut her off from one animal, you dyed it immediately, which means that the change that you made was effective in changing ownership, but it's not the same as Ochiyav on this item anymore to give it to the coin. One of the rabbis whose name was Rabbi Yaakov, he answered it. And I heard directly from the Yochanan. Our mission is speaking about where you stole um, smoothed out, sanded, sanded wood. It wasn't wood that cannot be reverted. You stole standard bus. Our mission is speaking about where it's a shinui, which can be, which can go back to its original state. And that's why it goes late to and Kalim, right? Why? You're not a permanent state. Yes, you can keep it. Why do you have to say that? Uh, why don't you give back the original, the original item? The truth is, if it's a, if it's a permanent change, permanent change, you acquire it. Rashi says, that's speaking about that. In the case of the wool, there's not the kind of shem, not talking about something you stole, you're talking about a chiv reishas gaze. So from, from reishas gaze, you see over there that the change is permanently effective. There's not the kind of shem there. The answer is Masnis, and next mission, next Rashi, three lines into the three. Four lines into the narrow lines in Rashi. Because we're speaking about a case where you didn't really make a permanent change. You stole sand down wood, which you formed into a chair or a desk or something, and you could take it apart. The shinui kihai lapshi is not a shinui. Therefore, therefore, what he's saying really is this: when he says over here, we're not talking about a permanent change. We're talking about a change like you took wood that could go back to its original state. You took sanded down wood, ready just to assemble, and now you could disassemble it. Okay, huh? like an Ikea, right? You bought it from Ikea, and you assembled it. And um, now we say you only have to pay back the original amount. Why, Why don't you give back the original item if you didn't make a permanent change? Because uh, it's a kind of sashavim to encourage people to do chuba. However, if there was a permanent change, then Rabbi Yochum will also be moda that permanent change affects a change in ownership. This is why it's a little bit difficult to understand. The Gemara's answer is not so clear. You should say, Lola Rabbi Yochum holds that Shini Maisa is Kona. In other words, uh, what about our mission? Our mission is taking us to But Rabbi Yochum says in another aspect, by the case of the wool, that uh, your pots are from pain because it affected a change of ownership. It doesn't belong to the coin anymore once you made a permanent change. And he doesn't know that answer that the dye could, could be retracted by soap or whatever. He knows that's a permanent change. So one of the rabbis said, no, I heard from Rabbi Yochanan that our Mishnah is speaking about, why does he say our Mishnah has to come on to the fact that Tanas HaShavim? Because they were speaking about where you stole wood that could be retracted, could go back to its original state. If you, if you stole wood that can go back to its original state, technically, you should give back the, the, the desk, except for the Tanas HaShavim, because he didn't make a permanent change. We would cross the and we say keep the desk and pay back the money. But if it wouldn't be for the Kanasashab, you should give back the desk. Why? Because it's not a permanent change. You didn't really change wood. If you stole rough wood and you sanded it down, you did something to it that you couldn't go back to its original state, then that would be an, an acquisition, according to Rabbi Yochum as well, because Rabbi Yochum held by Tzavo, Potter. Why? Because that effect of change. So Shina also, if it's a Shina that can go back to its original state, that's not a Shinoi. And you should give it back. Oh, except for the Now. Now we're going to talk a little about Takana Sashavim. Tanar Abanam. 
Tarambanan. Now, this this gets into a lot of areas. We're supposed to discuss the self aspects of it, but before you, this this is going to encourage you to ask a lot of questions. But let's at least finish the Gemara, then you'll see if some of the questions will be answered. Tarambanan. Hagazlanim lavim ribis. Now, we're not talking about somebody who stole something as a one-shot deal. Our mission could be talking about you stole something as a one-shot thing. You stole some wood. You needed the wood. You needed a desk. You needed a chair. And you're done. It's okay. So technically, if you did it into a chair, you don't have to return the chair. You could either take on a sashavim, or if you learn that our mission speaking where you made a permanent change, you get to keep it. Fine. But let's say a person is a professional ribbons. This is what their profession is. They, they, they stole from many people. Either they stole their gazlan and directly stolen, or they lend out money for uh, for usury, for ribbit. Sheikh Zero, if they returned it, a makal man. You don't accept the return. They're trying to do tshuva. You don't accept it from them. This is the line of also. The chacham are not happy with a person like that. A person is not a pious person. He doesn't have a spirit of wisdom and chassidus and piety in a person like that because you're you're not encouraging him to do tshuva. So he says over here, listen to this. If a guy wants to do tshuva and return the money that he stole and the gazlanin and the malav meribis, you don't accept it from them. Now, this is a strange thing. You don't accept it from the guy who wants to return what he stole. What does that mean? So before we ask, we'll see, we'll get the answer to these questions. So I'm Rabbi Yochan. They may Rabbi Nishas Mishizu. This Mishnah was said only in time of Rabbi. And Tosa says that it's not made for earlier or later generations. It was only made at that point. Rebbe did it as a one shot, as a, a temporary enactment. Why? The time there was a story. There was a man Shuba. Man who always stole everything. He was a Gazan. He wanted to do Chuba. His wife said, Reka, idiot. Imata osa Chuba. Empty headed one. If you do Chuba, I feel You won't even have a belt. You, you, won't have, you won't have a shirt. You won't have anything. Everything you have is stolen. You're a professional Gazan. The name of Lasa Chuba, he didn't do Chuba. Because he realized still have nothing left. But also at that time, Amru, they said, I Gazlan zero. They want to do Chuba. You don't accept from them. Even though technically they have stolen goods, you shouldn't accept it from them. Now, we, we're, we've used this idea of of uh, in cases where technically they have to return the whole item because there's no change in it, right? Or even if you hold that Shinui is Kona, it's only a permanent change. But here we said, no, and you know, uh, yeah, they can keep it. But here he says, even if they want to return it, you don't accept them. Base faith. How can you say that? They don't return it. The father died and left over some money. He left over usury money. He had a special account. So he had a regular account for the Karen and a special account for the usury. He didn't have to pay tax on that. So he had a special account for the usury. And he left them over. Here's the statement. Here's all the usury that we collected, all the interest. Even though they know it's usury, they know it's, it's interest money. They don't have to return it. They don't have to. The children don't have to. The father. So how can you say that they made it? They don't. You don't return. You don't accept the usury from them. It's mashma. The kids don't have to. But the father does. No. But the father's also not chayiv to return it again because we want to encourage them to do tshuva. If you if you tell them they have to return everything, they will. They won't do tshuva. At least they won't. You know they'll. If they won't do tshuva, maybe they'll keep on stealing. Right. The bidafim also doesn't have to return it. But the do the reason we talk about the children is the safe of that mishnah says over there. Let's say the father left him over not money, not usury, you know, you don't see, but he left him over a specific item like a cow or a garment, a talus, or anything specific. Then they should return that back. 
Because it looks like, you know, you have, hey, that's my cow. Your father stole it and he died. That's my cow over there. You know, it's not, it's very obvious. So because of the honor of the father, they, they should return those items. So because they were talking about the kids, the ration not to do. So the ration were talking about money. Also, we say the kids don't have to return it. But the truth is the father doesn't return it either with this takana. So why should they have to return it? Because of the covet of their father. The father was a, was a known Ghana. He has covet. Pasuk says, uh, you shouldn't curse the uh, prince in your nation. When he's a proper prince, when he does uh, follows the Torah. But if he didn't follow the Torah, he's a God of, what are you worried about his honor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your father stole this para. You got it because of his honor, you got to return it. Karma Prince says elsewhere, Speaking with the father did chuba, he also chuba my bike If the father did chuba, why does he still have the cow? Right? He boiled the should have returned it. So his big He died before he got a chance. The father did chuba. Many people do chuba on their deathbed. He didn't get a chance. He meant it to do chuba, and he didn't get a chance to uh to return it until he died. So then you say if he did chuba. Then the um, the kids should return those specific items because it doesn't look good. He was at Sadiq when he died, so at least return it so you shouldn't be embarrassed. But if it's money, you don't have to return it because to encourage the people to do chuba. Tashma, Tosa points out also this idea that anybody could say they did chuba, right? We're talking, we're not talking about, you know, anybody could say that. So the point is, is that we're not saying this in, as a general rule. We're talking about in general, if you have my Gazlan and a, a known Ghana for a known uh, uh, usurer, uh, so there we want to encourage them to do, you know, if you encourage them to do chuba, we, we say these rules. But you don't say every time that a person, oh, you assume he did chuba. You can't assume that. Tashma, Gazlan again. So this idea that you say that you shouldn't accept returned items from the Gazlan Mamlav Ribas in order to encourage them to do chuba, doesn't that seem to be at odds with these prices that we brought? So we said no. You don't have to, only if it's a tough Masui mini did chuba. Tashma, Gazlan Malav Meribas, Afisha Gavu, even though they've collected already, Machzirin, they have to give it back. Now, Gazlan Malav Meribas, what do you mean, Gazlan Malav If they're Ganava, if they're Gazlan, what do you mean they collected? They're not collecting, they're Gazlan. He goes, Gazlan, If they stole, they stole. If they didn't stole, they didn't stole. Elaim HaGazlan, robbers, who are they? My new Malav Meribas. Malav are also robbers because they're doing it openly. You signed on a dotted line that you're going to pay 10% interest. So you're a goslin, you're a you're kind of a goslin. Even though they've collected it, certainly if they didn't collect it yet, you should tear up the document, right? It's a, it's a, it's a bad document, a document that has ribbons written into it. But even if they collect it, they got to give it back. So what do you see? How can you say that you don't accept from them? Here it says they return the money. They have to return it, but you shouldn't accept it from them. They have an obligation to try to return it. But you shouldn't accept them. So why are they trying to do chuba? Why are they why are they returning it if you're not going to accept it? Lots of mind. They should make an effort to return it, and then you should be nice and say, "I can't accept it from you." That's what the that was that the kana was. Another proof like that: Aroma Gabon shepherds were known to be gazlanim because they they shepherd their animals in other people's fields by Gabon tax collectors who who uh, take too much tax more than the normal amount. Not talking about where there's fixed rules and they. They do whatever they want, Muhsan or uh, usually Muhsan or, or um, customs collectors who take whatever they want. Chubas and Kosh, it's hard for them to do Chuba because they steal from so many people. Umachzir and Makir, but they, pardon? Steal, when the 
That's correct. That's what we're saying at this point. Now, this again, this wasn't for all time. It was only those this was only for that generation. But he made that special economy there to, to encourage people to do chuba, correct? Now, if he was a burglar and he was caught basically the careful, he would have to pay probably by court, but whatever. But here we're saying that Gazlana, we're talking about regular robbers, <clears throat> they have to make an effort to return it, but you shouldn't accept them from them. Elamas, why are they returning? Again, the same thing. He says, it's hard for them to do chuba. And they should return Lamakiran to the ones who they recognize. Oh, I know I took this from you, return it to him. But we see that they do return it. And so you just said before you don't accept from them. I mean, they try to return it, they become you don't accept from them. Elam of Zen, same thing is why they return it. Plus, they should make an effort. If you say that that they can return it and, they, and they're trying to return it, and uh, except that you should be nice and you shouldn't accept them, why do you say it's hard for them to do chuba? They could do chuba if they try to return it. But oh, Amos Safer says, Vishayma Kirin, the ones who you don't recognize, you don't know who you took it from. You should donate, give like public works. You know, you should make public works to return it to the public. You stole from so many people, you should donate public works. For example, make pits and ditches and caves for water to help the public do public works for them. But what do you see? That you do return it. You do accept from them. Because it says the ones who you recognize, you should return to them. Right. And and if you say that you don't accept them, why do you say why do you say Chubas and Kasha? If you say over here that that um, they're trying to return it, uh, but you but you just don't accept it. So they did Chuba. What's the problem? It says even the ones that you can't return it to because you don't know who you stole from. So do public works. You could do Chuba. That was speaking about before they made the Takana, you shouldn't accept it. Once you made the Takana, you shouldn't accept it. Then you shouldn't accept it from them. That's what we meant before that. Uh, the ones that before they made the Takana, they have an obligation to return it. It's hard for them to do chuba because they don't always know who they stole it from. It's hard for them to do chuba. The ones they recognize, they should return it. The ones they don't recognize, they should do public works. But it's hard for them to do chuba because they stole from so many people. Okay, so that's speaking about what are we saying? It's that you should do public works. So it's much we do accept them. That was before the Takana. This is speaking about the Takana. Asher Rab Nachman. Nachman said, if the Gzela is not here anymore, that this that we say over here, that what, you don't accept from them, that's only when the item that they stole is not here anymore. It's not extant. It's very simple. Where we say that you don't you you don't accept from them when they're trying to do chuba, when the item that they stole is not here anymore. You won't accept money from them. So, you know, we don't want to, we want to encourage them to do chuba so you don't accept it from them. But if the item is here, you do you do accept it intact. What was the story with it that this thing, the whole thing started with? There was a professional uh, Ghana who wanted to do chuba, and his wife said, if you do chuba, you won't even have a belt. There was a specific item, and they made it a takona. You shouldn't have to return it. Bob, probably said, I will. No, I want the belt. Bob, there's Kayamas, and we still made the takona. It doesn't really mean the belt. It doesn't mean the value of the belt. You won't even have the value of a belt. So, what do you mean? So, with Exela, with Exela's here, the Rabbanan did not make a Takanas Hashavim and say, don't accept it back. But Ray Marish, what about the case of a large beam that was built into a house? The Exela Kayamas is here. You built it into a house. Just pay for him because if he has to return the beam, the whole house will come down. He'll lose all Asa because of Takana for Shavim. Rabbi said, you return it, even though you don't have to return the beam, just pay the value. Even though it's intact, shiny awesome. The kibudikup say that the beer since you lose the whole house, shavurabonik less. Rabbanan said it's as if it's not here anymore. But normally we say even the takana 
And according to Tosis, that Tan was only for a specific period of time to encourage professional Gazlanim. We're not talking about like an Iron Mishnah where one guy stole it and he's got to return it as he it or not. We're talking about when there was a professional Gazlanim at the time of Rebbe, when he made that Takana. That was the, that was the time of Rebbe. We said, Rebbe Nishmashuzud with Brysa happened that idea that the guy wanted to do tshuva, and his wife said, if you do tshuva, we'll have nothing left. And they and they said, you don't have to do tshuva. We said, don't accept it from them. That's only if the items aren't intact. But if the items are intact, they should return it. Except if it's something like there would be a terrible loss, like the case of the beam. You stole a beam, built it into a house. The whole house was dependent on this beam. And if you to return the beam, you'd lose the whole house. The rabbis also said there, it's as if the item is not here. And just return the value, and you don't have to, and you have to pay for it, but you don't have to return the item itself. All right, so um, um, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow, Mitzvah, from the two dots. Have a good day. Shabbat <laughs> Tov.